Good morning and welcome to Better Thyself segment of Dr. Lamba's Awakening Call. We are many times hypocritical and I've seen people condemn those who let their colleagues down in the workplace. But is it really that bad? I feel letting down people in the workplace many times is just okay. You have to understand the purpose of letting down and the causes thereof. For example, it sounds like a no-brainer when asked and pushes them people to work overtime. They, they are working overtime all the time and when asked why are you working overtime, the resounding response is, well, so that others cannot let them down. So this is absolutely, I would say, to maintain my balance of work, I'll let the people down and come back when my job is done and the time is over and the rest of the work, unless it's going to cause a World War Three, I'll take it up tomorrow. The second part is there might be a reason for letting down people. And I'll come to that later on. But here was a question asked by an inquiry. Why is there that the people have rivalries in the place where otherwise people are okay? But rivalries can be various reasons. And rivalries are not only in the workplace, they are everywhere. They are hidden. We profess to be great friends, fast friends, good relations. And inside we are jealous. Now as long as the emotion is of envy, it's okay. I'll give you an example. Suppose there are two relations, not blood, but very close. And one of them happens to be in a service where you have got ego, hyper-ego. They think that you are, they are the gods and the lords of the world. And the other person is quite reputed, well-known and has a certain standing. Now, the person who is not that capable would have a feeling of jealousy, not of envy, he would, because he can't come up to that. So that jealousy would make him indulge in the actions which may not be proper and that's rivalry. The second is that suppose you are running a race. Now rivalry would be there. It may be friendly rivalry but then you have seen even the sportsmen push each other. When they are in those for simple reason, at that time self-interest is the most motivating factor. So it can be Thirdly, can be motiveless malignity, like that of, you know, famous Iago's motiveless malignity to Othello. And that is a very human emotion. I mean, see, you just say, well, look here, I'm there. How can anybody else compete with me? Now, that is one factor that you let out people, and that is bad. If it's motiveless malignity, it's condemnable. If it's because of jealousy, that's bad. But if it's that of envy, you want to reach other. And legitimately, you work to let the other person down. There's no harm in that. But I'm coming to the other part. Now it's year 22. We are dealing with a lot of understaffed workplaces. And the pandemic has forced many companies to cut costs. And in many cases, 
their blood go heaps of stuff. And those people are lucky to have worked. Resource scarcity is not just a myth imposed on junior workers. For example, in 2022, in 2020, ILO informed that 114 million jobs were lost. Now, you don't want to lose a job. So, what do you do? You always let down the people. Suppose there's a line and you want to have a bigger line than that. There are two ways. Either you draw a bigger line or you cut that line, rub that part of that line. Now, drawing a bigger line may not be one possibility because of the scarcity of the resources. So, you indulge the other way. So, anyone who just has a job really focused on keeping it. And even now, as you learn to live with a new changed global scenario, whether because of pandemic or recession, you see the burnouts skyrocket. And that the reason is insurmountable workloads, inflexibility and excessive wars. So, what do you do? When colleagues resign their staffs are let go due to declining profits, and instead of adjusting workload or hiring replacements, people start working over time. And that has become the norm now. Inadvertently convincing higher management that the job can really be done with a few resources. Now the resources are limited and you want to keep the job. You don't want to be a recluse, so you work hard. And one way or the other you show that you are better than the other person. How so close he may be to you. So, the burnout, the anger, the resentment, the insecurity. And because of what we do, when we don't speak up and take up the access word, for fear of letting down. So you set a precedent for your colleagues and bosses telling them that work is not only manageable but that it can be expected of us to go forward. Now this is fine during temporary busy period and it's not sustainable. If you work too hard and burn yourself out to meet the impossible goals, you are risking letting them down anyway. Now, one thing is clear, no business is going to shut down if you don't work overtime. And if it does, there's something wrong with their operational model, not with you. But it's easier said than done. So, what we as human beings do, we have to show and prove our worth. So how do we prove our worth? Work better. At the same time, pull others down. I have seen, both as an employee and as a CEO, and even at the top level, the Prime Minister was having a meeting. And while giving good ideas, the main purpose was not only only to give your ideas, but also to cut down the ideas of others, show the lacuna in them, the deficiency in them. And the classic case was 1984, Blue Star decision. The Home Minister, who led later on become the president, yes, and the home is They were at daggers drawn all the time and finding fault with each other. And then the home minister Zal Singh and the chief minister Punjab. So, you are unwilling to help anyone with anything. 
just about setting boundaries so that you can actually do your job well and show that you are better, your ideas are better, your work can be better and still have the life punching out. And this is our experience, this is a critical time to establish the limits. The boundary setting can be pretty simple to keep up once you get started. But can you get started? You don't have to explain why you can't cover someone or take on an extra loan. All you need to do is to communicate that you don't have the capacity to take on whatever is there right now. And if it's an urgent task, then explain what you have on your plate and ask your management for advice. Don't forget, workplaces, homes, anywhere, these places will always be fraught with the social politics, economic politics. This is a dog-eat-dog policy. You cannot help but take a bite. So you fight each other. And the fight can be open, it can be hidden. When it's hidden, that's more dangerous and that is really letting people down because when it's open, the other is prepared. As I told you, even at the highest level it happens. I mean, the future of the country and the nation might be at stake and the people want to settle their scores. And that's what happened many times, or rather happens all the time. And the result is you are not just a team player or not hungry enough when you generally can't take on extra work. You are not a hero for working outside your paid hours. That's it. But then you want to be a hero. And if you want to be a hero, you have got to do something. And then what happens? Suppose you don't do it, then shit happens. Targets are sometimes met, And unless your job is literally saving lives, you can't do anything. You are going to let people down all the time for the rest of your life. And people will let you down. Remember that. So all this talk of not letting people down is just moralistic, ethical, very nice to hear, but very, very tough to practice. You have got to be sure that man is a creature where self-interest would be always there. Whether it's a human being, single human being, whether it's a group, whether it's a nation, or whether it's a country. And then, it's also good to consider that the most of the guilt we feel, the kind of the ties that become knots in your stomach and keep you up awake at night, is mostly self-imposed. There are no such ties. Your job, your family, yourself, your loved and dear ones, when their faces come before you, then you cannot do. And then one thing, women especially can have guilt ingrained in them from an early age since they are traditionally expected to be more considerate of others. But then at what cost? Now coming back to the question raised by Mr. Singh Jaspal, why the rivalries are there? The rivalries are there when a mom is feeding the child, another child comes. If there is plenty in the plate, she will offer the morsel to the other child. She won't mind. And most of the mothers do it. But 
Suppose there is only one morsel and your child is hungry, would you give sharing? No. You tend to facilitate non-promotable tasks as such a work, such as organizing birthdays or co-workers' morning activities. So, the idea of letting people down can be particularly triggering. But then, that's human. Let's trust. When we say that, it might be frustrating for a clique or boss when you can't help out. It's just temporary. And the human beings know that their health, time and money are finite. They are not infinity. So there is no use stewing in all of the guilt. And besides, these acts of saying no, especially when you realize that the people won't actually hit you, is pretty well damn liberating. When you feel that, okay, you have done something, and many times letting people down is good for the country, company, for the business. You know a person is doing something, and you bring it to the notice of the management. It's not backbiting. You are doing good for the organization because what the other person was doing is damn well injurious to the interest of the organization. And if not, if you are not ratted on him, but to use this word, the company would have suffered. At the end of the day, stability of work will always be a fleeting state. There is no stability. And you want the ship of your life not to be tossed by the waves. There are ups and downs. And not everyone is realistic in their expectations of you. But you have to be realistic. And then that being realism brings you to the fact, well, he is my very good friend, but then what do I do? History of the world is replete. Dante can very easily say that the betrayer of a friend gets, a, gets to go to the seventh hell. Okay. Seventh hell would be after death. Today my child's suffering would not be tolerable. So no matter what you do, don't forget you are going to let people down. All the time for the rest of your life. And don't forget, people will let you down in turn. Accept it. And once you accept it, the whole normative aspect, the ethical aspect, changes. And that change is extremely important because that change makes you a better person. Now, let me say, while it's very good to let down, but letting down people just for the sake of jealousy or concocting things, stories, making tales, that is not acceptable. Letting down people because of motiveless malignity is not proper. But letting down people in an honest action to protect yourself, to promote yourself, and for the good, good of the organization is definitely a welcome thing. Nothing to be sneezed at. So, it's okay to let down people at workplace. Absolutely fine. 
provided. It's not with a malicious intent. Provided. It is not motivated by just a sense of enmity, but by a sense of self-preservation. And that is the right of every human being to preserve oneself. That being so, you will be a better man, more authentic, because you understand the reality of the situation. And that's what's required. Thank you.